Do you have an idea for a podcast, but you don't know where to start? Maybe you're overwhelmed by all the tech or you're convinced nobody will actually listen to you. Well, I'm Shauna Game. After nine and a half years as a professional podcaster, at this show, everyone's talking money. And 25 million downloads later, let me tell you the secret to a profitable podcast. It is building a solid foundation, your podcast roadmap before you launch. That's why I created the Podcaster Class, a fast-paced group cohort podcasting for profit eight-week style NBA program. The Podcaster Class is immersive, comprehensive, and insanely motivational. If you want to create a podcast, DIYing a launch is just not the way to go. In the Podcaster Class, you'll get the tools, tips, and strategies to create a podcast that resonates with listeners and one you can be proud of. Get this. 90% of podcasters never make it to episode three. That's 2.8 million podcasters who just quit. So to be a top podcaster, you only need to publish 21 episodes, but you got to make them good. So in the podcaster class, I'm taking the mystery out of how to create, launch, and profit from your podcast so you can create a top 1% podcast just like this one. The May cohort is now open for enrollment. Classes start May 22nd. There are only 15 spots open. You are going to learn podcasting with me and 14 other amazing people. You can learn all the details at thepodcasterclass.com. Use code podcast when you sign up for $100 off. That's thepodcasterclass.com. You know I'm a big fan of enjoying life while still being smart financially. That's why I love ButcherBox. I can get a variety of high-quality meat, seafood, chicken, and pork at an amazing value, all with exclusive member deals delivered to my door with free shipping always. One thing I just never wanted to cut out of my spending plan is eating good food. And with ButcherBox, I don't have to, and neither do you. Where else can you get free protein for a whole year? Yes, you heard that right. One of my favorite go-to dinners is a salmon bowl. I'm not even a huge salmon lover, but ButcherBox's wild-caught salmon is Oh, so good. I make a nice little marinade, saute some veggies, cook the salmon, and throw in some weiss. And it is an amazing dinner. If you want to take less trips to the grocery store and always have prepared meat in the freezer for a lot less money, you need ButcherBox in your life. Sign up at butcherbox.com etm and get our special deal. ButcherBox is offering our listeners a free for a year offer plus an additional $20 off. You can choose salmon, chicken breast, or steak tips free in every order for a year. Sign up today at butcherbox.com slash etm. Hey, I'm Shauna Compton Game. This is Millennial Money, and today we're talking the truth about managing money as a couple. Millennial Money with Shauna Compton Game. It will expand your brain. All right, so I have asked uh, Jeff to join me on this podcast so that we could actually talk about some truths about managing money as a couple because I'm a financial planner and so all I do is think, act, sleep, talk about money and I'm sure that's probably like pretty annoying and probably not what most couples actually do uh, when they're managing their money together. Well, I, wait, I thought I was supposed to 
to give all the money advice today. I thought that was I thought that was the premise. I thought that's what you said. So because I was really planning on it. <laughs> right, right. So you know, I get asked, of course, all the time. Not only how do we manage our money together, or you know, questions like do we actually fight about money, which. I don't think we fight, but we definitely have, you know, I think, I think the point is, is every couple has some hot button issues. Yeah. Well, I mean, you're always going to struggle with anything. I mean, it, 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 I think, um, for me, the key to anything is communication and, um, cause I have perfect, perfect communication, <laughs> uh, all the time and you're still trying to catch up. So, um, you know, so there's that, but well, and for the people listening to this podcast who don't know that you have an extreme love of sarcasm, mm-hmm. we'll just put that I, out there. So I, you can't you can't take everything seriously. No, but I, I, no, but I think communication in anything is always, uh, you know, and dividing in specifically when it comes to money stuff, it's always dividing up the, the task, I think, is always what, what is key, too. Well, and I think, you know, that's like a really good point because, you know, I think oftentimes as a couple, everybody wants to know, like, what's the secret things that that we should be doing with our money? And it really isn't, that's not the secret. The secret really is learning to communicate and being partners. And as I say, like playing to your strengths so that you're not just constantly attacking the other person. Yeah, and I think it's something you have to talk ahead of time too about before you get married, before you hook up, before you, you know, uh, cohabitate, whatever you want to do, before you uncouple. You actually want to actually, you know, talk with people or talk with your, your, your partner and, and just know where you are, where you stand, what's going on, where they came from. Um, you know, because I think it's so easy to bury your head in the sand. It's, it's easy to not look at because you're always about telling people, uh, you know, know, know your numbers. And it's so easy to just bury your head in the sand and just go, oh, if I don't know, then I'm not overspending, right? Or something like that, you know I mean? So... And definitely before you get married, I think, in your dating, you know, all you want the other person to see is all the good shiny bits about you, you know. So you don't want to have to explain anything if you're in debt or if you have a bad credit score or, I don't know, if anything happened in your past. Like, that's not an easy conversation to talk about. Yeah, well, I mean, that's true. But I think you also if, if you really love the person, you want to see all the warts and all the skeletons and all the stuff. Uh, you know, as long as they're not red flags, then, you know, then there's no reason why not. I mean, because then you're like, you know, as, as long as the, 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 the idea is to move forward and not have any of those and not create more skeletons or something like that, you know. But don't you think, though, in like a lot of relationships, you know, when you have a conversation like that, like the first thing that a lot of times happens is the other person starts to blame you or or to make you maybe feel oh well yeah un- absolutely I'm so I mean I, I I think I mean we always talk about how you know we don't uh, talk about politics or sex uh, I mean I think money is absolutely right up there and maybe even more so too that that I people just people don't want to talk about what they make people don't want to talk about you know they, they don't want to talk about just you know in a general setting with friends let alone with you know a couple and kind of reveal that about because it kind of kills the mood right yeah yeah yeah, exactly (laughs) yeah and so you know I always I always get asked all of these questions about you know managing money and it really isn't a perfect science but I have found some trends that that I have seen emerge with couples that I've worked with 
you know, that have emerged in my past and my friends' past and things like that. And so I think they're just, they're kind of important to talk about. There's six things that really come to mind. And the first one I think is a real hot button issue, and that is secret spending. Wait a second. So secret spending, as as you're talking about like how Don Draper used to, had, had a different identity and Walter White you know, uh, dealt methods like secret spending like that, because that's what to me secret spending is. (laughs) Well, it doesn't have to be that, um, grandiose. Um, it, it can be, but usually it's just, it's little things, right? So it's like going, you know, shopping and then sneaking the bag in when your boyfriend, girlfriend or spouse or whatever is not there or not looking or, Um, or having packages delivered to your work so that the other person doesn't know what you're spending. You know, it's that, that kind of stuff, which again, that seems more, you know, Mad Men breaking bad (laughs) TV show that you're kind of having a different identity. If you can't talk with your partner about like, Hey, I'm buying this or I'm buying that, or you have some sort of agreement. Now everybody can go a little crazy when it comes to shopping, you know, and, and it could be anything, you know, I mean, guys could spend a ton on you know, a bunch of dumb things or car things or, you know, sports memorabilia or whatever the case is, you know, uh, so it's not just, it's not just women like over shop, you know, right. dudes can totally over shop. Um, but I think you have to have some sort of, I mean, to me, that's, that's crazy. When you say that, it's like, it's like a secret spending. That's weird. You know, you know, so at least to me that I, like you sort of, you seem you can have, but I've also been there. I understand about, you know, the secret spending too to somebody that doesn't really you know understand or you don't have that agreement or good communication with yeah and you know one of the tips that i recommend and i think we have this maybe we maybe we don't have it kind of in a as clearly defined way but i think we know this about each other but like if a couples are struggling with this it's have what i call like a don't ask don't tell number so it's the amount of money like you can go out and spend that you're each comfortable with that you don't have to ask a question but anything over that like kind of requires you know at least a check-in so the other person doesn't completely freak out especially if you have combined bank accounts you know it's not like you wake up one day and suddenly there's five hundred dollars or a thousand dollars missing you know so it's coming up with like whatever number you're cool with like okay you can go spend this and i can go spend this and you know you don't have to ask any questions but anything over that like uh you know might be wise to right to check well, I think, in. I think, and I'm looking down on your list here. It's a little farther down the list, but I think since you just mentioned it, I think you should we should talk about that separate bank accounts. And you tell me this all the time that there are couples all like you are there that are clients of yours that have separate bank accounts. And to me, that again, that is the weirdest thing. It's like you're having a secret life, or you have well, and also it just seems like a hassle too. It just seems like a real hassle, like. Uh, you, you've mentioned like other people that have a separate bank account, like one pays the rent and one pays this right. or pays utilities or something like that. I mean, that's just how do you how do you, uh, you know, keep track of that? And that also seems like it's a trust issue then, too, with each other. It is. It is. And, and I mean, and it, goes, it goes back to the secret spending. And yeah, you won't know what either is doing. Right. And stuff like that. Well, it's just really like I, this is sort of a hard, fast philosophy of mine is Look, if you if you get married and you cannot have a combined bank account, I know it's going to have conflict somewhere, and I know well, it may have again, friction. Again, if, if you're married, if you're a partner, if you're you're if you're, partner, if you're if you're living with somebody, yes. If you're if you're cohabitating and you're having kids together, or you're having dogs together and cats together, I mean, then 
Right, because, you know, what happens It just when... doesn't make sense to me, and again, I don't really know, you know, the money expert stuff, but... Yeah, what happens when one person makes more money than the other person? Yeah. If you have separate bank accounts, there's all sorts of entitlement issues there, there's all sorts of, you know shame and and just weird things that come up what are some what are some of the reasons that people give to have separate bank accounts that are either married or you know together or partners and stuff yeah absolutely what have we given you so the number one reason that they don't want to do it because they don't want to have conflict around money which is ridiculous because you're going to have conflict around probably more i I think that creates more absolutely so that's the number one reason number two is they don't want to disclose debt. They don't want to disclose. They don't want to have to justify whatever they spend their money on. Mm. And I think a lot of people just feel like if we keep that element separate, then that will, you know, reduce the risk of divorce, reduce mm. the risk of me feeling right. like you're controlling me and you're right. telling me what I can and can't do. And and, and I just, I, I've seen this happen a lot, but I've seen those couples who have separate accounts particularly the ones that are married are the ones that keep coming back for help and advice. You know, right. it's just not working for them. Right. And, and you just mentioned disclosing debt. Yeah. Too. You know, again, another trend is you're not disclosing previous debt. Um, and you know, a lot of that is leading to guilt and shame that people have around money on, on both sides. It's not just a female thing, you know, guys have that as well, well. And, I, and i think these days if you don't really disclose your debt i mean again it's, it's a it's that whole partnership it's that whole communication thing but uh i think everybody has debt these days and in, in some degree and in, in some may have more but i think there's a definitely a responsible amount of debt that people have whether that's student loans whether it's whatever the case is you know um to me, if, if you don't <laughs> you don't reveal your debt when you're dating or before you you know really you know consummate your your partnership then uh that really that's like you 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 used to have a separate or a uh, ex-spouse and you didn't talk about or or right it's leaving a big big piece of yeah it's like oh wait did didn't i tell you i was married before i mean there's something like that i just i mean but i think it's just it's just that people don't want to communicate and people don't want to reveal this stuff and 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 again i think it's it's a really sort of a shame thing isn't it yeah absolutely and um you know, I, I think, too, like, we get in our bubble because we don't talk about money. Like, we don't even talk about it with, you know, friends or, like, we're just talking about it. You don't even want to talk about it with your spouse. And so it creates this feeling of your situation is so unique and nobody will ever possibly understand. But I think what people aren't realizing is in a marriage, maybe if your strength is not, maybe maybe I should say it this way, maybe if one of your weaknesses is debt or spending too much Maybe the other person's strength, though, is pay, helping to pay off that, to figure out how to pay yeah. off that debt or so. to to maybe figure out, OK, why are we getting in debt or like so maybe you need that other person, you know, maybe their strengths can really help you in whatever areas you're struggling. in. Well, I think the biggest solution is to marry a financial planner. <laughs> So, and it's better if they have, if they have a podcast about this too. So, you know, so that's, that's right. my answer. Well, you know, as long as you no, figure out what works but, for but you. But you mentioned that's, that's the, that's the guilt and shame too. Of it, yeah. That, that people don't, people don't talk about that. That's, that's number three on the list here if you're, if you're counting. Yeah. And, and we already kind of talked a little bit about number five and that is that, you know, the trend I'm finding is that so many people are focused on the bank account number, on being completely debt free on, you know, there's a, there's pressure now that, 
you can't have any debt, you know, especially with social media. I mean, you know, and, and I'm not saying that that's a bad thing because not having debt's not a bad thing. That is certainly a worthy goal of anyone. But what's happening with couples is they are pushing themselves or one person in the relationship is pushing so hard to be debt free that they're also not living. Well, yeah, and also, and there are certain other uh, money personalities um, that are from the South, maybe, that mention this about not uh, um, being debt-free. And and that means debt-free as in you don't have anything, right? As, as in like a house payment or a car, or car payment, payment or anything like that. I mean, loans, I don't, nothing. how you do that, I don't know in these days of that, A, you want to have a good car, you, obviously you want to live in a house and things like that 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 doesn't totally make sense to me but the, but managing it and being responsible being responsible exactly. and and you know and also you know working your way up and doing you know things to to get a better job or to 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 save and to balance that makes more sense than just to completely go zero i mean then it feels like you're kind of going off the grid or something like that yeah and maybe if you live in certain areas of the country where it's a much lower cost of living you know, it, it's easier to get there to a debt-free market. Yeah, but then, and again, but then you're, I'm making, not... you're making less than you're, you know. Yeah, so, sure. I mean, you know, it does it does balance out. I think there's I think there's some possibilities to get down to zero in a lot of categories. I mean, sure. There's nothing yeah. wrong with that. In the in kind know, of the bad debt categories. And you, yeah, and you don't want to be top-heavy, uh, you know, but in the bad debt, you know, categories. But I think there. I, don't, I just don't know how you do it, but I think there's a, a, a more responsible way to do things. Yeah, exactly. And I, I I mean, from my personal experience, if you're putting so much pressure on being debt-free that you're stopping, you know, life as a couple, like, I, I, I mean, I just see how that has taken some couples to the brink of the relationship breaking up because there's no element of... Of fun, there's no room for fun in there. It is just, or this. sometimes one can go a little overboard, and the other one is nutsy. Yeah, 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 yeah exactly. Yes. The weather is getting warmer. I'm so excited, and it is time to say goodbye to all those jackets and sweaters, and hello to the shorts and t-shirts. I wanted to update my summer workout wardrobe for the long haul without, you know, spending a fortune. Luckily, I found Quince, and I am in love. Quince is your go-to place from everything from premium European linen dresses, blouses and shorts from $30, washable silk tops, timeless, 14 karat gold jewelry, and so much more. The best part of all, all Quince items are priced 50 to 80% less than similar brands. By partnering directly with top factories, Quince cuts out the cost of the middleman and passes those savings on to you. And Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing practices and premium fabrics and finishes. I love that. Okay, I bought the dreamiest pair of workout leggings and a bright pink workout top to match. Honestly, ladies, I gotta tell you, these leggings you need. The price cannot be beat, and I feel like a million bucks wearing this cozy workout-friendly outfit. I've worn it for like five days straight. Get warm weather ready with Quince. Go to quince.com slash etm for free shipping on your order and 365-day returns. That's q-u-i-n-c-e dot com slash etm to get free shipping and 365-day returns. Quince.com slash etm. Okay, friend, I want to know. 
What are your money goals this year? Are you saving to buy a house or maybe a wedding or a dream vacation to somewhere tropical? If that's you, please, please take me with you. Or maybe you want to just grow your emergency fund because let's be real, life is expensive. I want to make sure you reach your goals. So you need Monarch. That's why the Wall Street Journal named it the best app for growing your savings. Monarch is the top-rated, all-in-one personal finance app. It gives you a comprehensive view of all your accounts, investments, transactions, and more. You can create custom budgets, track progress towards your financial goals, and collaborate with your partner. And now, get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. Here's what I love. Monarch is the most customizable budgeting app. You can change the layout of your dashboard. You can go between light and dark mode. You can create custom budgets and notifications. You can set up all of these automatic rules for your transactions and notifications and so much more. Monarch is obsessed with constantly improving their product. Get this. They release updates every two weeks and they even allow customers to submit suggestions vote on requested features, and view the product roadmap. This, my friend, is totally original. Plus, they will never sell your data to third party or show you ads. I think that's really important. After trying out Monarch for myself, I understand why it is the top-rated personal finance app. And now, listeners of this show get an extended 30-day free trial when you go to monarchmoney.com etm. That's M-O-N-A-R-C-H-M-O-N-E-Y dot com slash E-T-M for your extended 30-day free trial. When it comes to financial advice, you got to trust the source. It's why you listen to this podcast. When I'm looking to upgrade my wallet, I turn to NerdWallet. Their expert team of nerds dives into the details to help you find smarter financial products. Before NerdWallet, I was paying for vacations all wrong. <laughs> I was missing out on miles. I didn't even know I was leaving on the table. Now I've got a new card with more miles and more upgrades. What could future you do with more travel rewards? I don't know, maybe that fancy hotel upgrade that you have always been dreaming about. Wherever you go next, make it happen with a smarter travel credit card. Don't wait to make smart financial decisions. Compare and find smarter credit cards, savings accounts, and more today at nerdwallet.com. Nerdwallet finance smarter. As with all cards, credit is subject to lender approval and terms apply. I'm going to be real with you. Identity theft is on the rise and you do not want to wake up one morning and discover that your bank account has been emptied or you're overdue on credit cards you never even applied for. We talk about this often on the podcast, but you don't realize how much of your information is available to scammers on the internet and how susceptible you and your family are to identity theft and fraud. I know, it's scary, but now you can get your data removed with Delete Me. That's why I personally choose Delete Me. Delete Me is a subscription service that removes your personal information from the largest people search databases on the web, and in the process helps prevent potential ID theft, doxing, and phishing scams. I just started using Delete Me and I got my regular personalized privacy report. <laughs> I was shocked what they found and removed. It was pages of information about me that I did not want online. Here's how it works. You sign up and provide Delete Me with exactly what information you want deleted, and their experts take it from there. I cannot tell you how relieved I felt to have Delete Me. And you know, it's also a great service for your parents or grandparents to help protect them from identity theft. 
Delete Me is not just a one-time service. Delete Me is always working for you, constantly monitoring and removing the personal information you do not want on the internet. Take control of your data and keep your private life private by signing up for Delete Me, now at a special price for my listeners. Today, get 20% off your Delete Me plan when you go to joindeleteme.com etm and use promo code etm at checkout. The only way you get 20% off is to go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and enter code etm at checkout. J-O-I-N-D-E-L-E-T-E-M-E dot com slash etm. Go to joindeleteme.com slash etm and use code etm for 20% off. So, you know, I think it's all about balance, right? right? right. I mean, well, we is, just, that, is that what both managing your way rather than a partner is? Yeah. So, you know, people want to manage their money their way. They don't want to be told that they're not doing something correct. Right. I mean, we're, we're all that way. But, you know, particularly when you get married, I mean, I, this is a partnership that we got to figure out, even if we're going to, you know battle it out <laughs> yeah well i mean and, you know and i think you know we've we've talked about this before we both were married previously and stuff and 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 i was you know as the type of you know my family would say save your money you know this and that but i was i never knew what the tools were like how do you do that and how do you you know so finally you know i i took a a program i was kind of forced to do that <laughs> uh, a budget program uh that and it was that other uh, money person that we won't mention his name, um, but it sounds like Ramsey Dave or something. But anyway, so uh, there's some good stuff in there, but also it's stuff I just didn't relate to. But what I did learn is to how to budget things, how to have a budget, how to set up a budget, how to, you know, different different, different things like that. I, I, so I learned that, and then through that I wanted to learn other things and and. So yeah, no, I think it's but it but what I didn't have was a partner in that and kind of balancing out well, sort of I did but not as as good as 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 now. So you know so uh, I th- I think I think it's but I think if you search out a lot of th- things like that, specifically the Millennial Money podcast. Yes. But any tools to help you guys get better is always a better thing, and of I think course, that's take what, something. From I think that's what people are you know? doing these days too is is learning how to be better in a lot of different way, areas of life. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. So what we say, it's always just about doing life better. Yeah, you know, and, just, and but it starts with money. It does. You know? uh, most things trickle from right. from that. Um, in fact, I will tell a little story that when we first met online, the very first day we were chatting, at least you told me you were doing your budget. So I don't know if that was to, you know. I was totally into budget. <laughs> I have no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> Well, no, I think I might might have made a joke, but but yeah, you're right. You know, you're right. Yeah, I think. I, oh yeah, I think I know what you're talking about. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you know, he was he was trying. He was yeah. doing good. And I mean, any guy who admit he's doing his budget, yeah, whether he's that, doing it or not, I was kissing your ass. But well, yeah, you know, yeah. I'll take it. Yeah. Um. So there, there's those trends, but then there's also a few questions that I get asked over and over again. I've gotten asked a lot through podcast listeners and and other people that I meet. Um, and so, you know, I just want to talk through those too. So the number one thing is what do you think is the most common pitfall of managing money together? And I think we've, we've talked already a lot about, about the biggest pitfalls, but I mean, I think it just really comes down to, you know, not willing to accept help from the other person and not willing to 
kind of bear yourself to the other person. But I really do think it's this thing of, of not recognizing what your strength is and what the other person's strength is and, and having each of those people play to their strengths. But what, what if you don't have any strength? What, what if you really don't kind of have like money strength? I mean, d- don't you think it, it is still that like, okay, but you're going to do this part. And you're, yes. so there's somebody going to pay the bills online. Then Absolutely. somebody's going to pay the rent and somebody's going to be in charge of whatever, whatever the grocery shopping and, and being on top of that stuff. I mean, everybody Absolutely. has to kind of be divided up and yeah, you have and your role, yeah, your responsibilities right. and, and any relationship, there's going to be one person who's more detail. Sure. Even if, centered. even if they don't know all the stuff, yes. they're gonna, again, look stuff up or take a class or listen to a podcast or something like that to, right. get, to and, get better. Right? And it's the, it's the responsibility as the couple for communicating that's why i'm like a big fan of money dates even just like a five ten minute check-in each week of just like okay what's going right what's not going right what's coming up the next week you know what goals are we trying to reach together because if you don't have couple goals like and it could be silly stuff that you know you want to go to a concert you know and you want to save for that it doesn't have to be the big stuff but you know, you you got to kind of know what you're what you're playing for. Otherwise, you're going to get lost in all of this because it's not going to it's not going to have any meaning. It's going to start feeling monotonous. Yeah, you know? and also like like you said, you said if if you someone overspends or they shop or they do multiple different things, and you guys go over budget, and the other person's maybe the either the more responsible one, the more uh, detail oriented one, or whatever you want to say. Um, you know, the other person's going to be, okay, fix that, you know, right, and, yeah. say, and it's like that, <laughs> okay, really, you're right. going to have to fix a lot of other things, you know, <laughs> right. if, if you do it that way. So, yeah. So another question I get asked is what's one piece of advice that, uh, we would offer, cause we get asked about how we do it a lot, uh, that we would offer a new couple. Um, and I've thought about this for a while. I'm like, I don't know if I could actually boil it down to one particular piece of advice, but I think it would probably have to be communication and honesty like being willing to to like put yourself out there and just say here's who i am here's my past here's maybe what i struggle with you know well i mean again to me it just doesn't make sense that you don't reveal this stuff to you because because then then you're not being honest about this or you're not being honest about you know the yeah but come on the the 12 kids that you do most guys are most guys willing to admit like if they've struggled with money in the past like uh, I don't know. probably not i mean right. I, I i don't know i don't have conversations with <laughs> dudes about that so but i would i would think not i mean you know um i think you know maybe sure maybe there are some but i i you know i think we don't like to reveal a lot of stuff um um you know it's i think it's one thing if you had debt before and you got over that and you're you're pretty good right now i mean that's one thing to maybe like, like maybe you're really really bad you know out of college or something like that or even any college overspending um i think that's different uh but even then you're like hey well one time i was uh, you know overspending right. and and i did this so i don't know i mean um you know i'm i'm I've come from the two fields of, of not sharing anything and then maybe sharing too much. So, uh, you know, I'm not probably not the right guy to ask, but no, but I, I would think, I would think, yeah, I think there's a, a pride thing and there's a, you know, uh, a thing that, uh, you know, and, and maybe it also too, on the other side of, of women that maybe there's certain things and certain habits that you yeah. guys have that you won't want to reveal either too, or, or, 
or you review and go, this is how it is. Right. And it's like, mm, it may not work that way. <laughs> and again, same thing like I mentioned too, guys could be working on cars or, or have some other, you know, right. thing, thing Stop, you, know, yeah. you know, they spend too much on Pokemon cards or something like that, that, that you're like, oh, this is how I am. Well, that's going to change. You right. Know, or, I mean, you can each have your exactly. thing yeah, that's within what I, that's what I mean. reason. That's you know? what I mean. Yeah, exactly. You know. Um, okay. And last question. How do you think couples can do it better? And I think, you know, what what works for us is we have a set amount of money that we can spend every week that we both know. And, you know, we kind of have this system where... Once we get close to that number, I communicate like, "Hey, we're getting we're getting close to that number." Yeah. You know, and well, we, ha- we have that for like food and essentials. Yeah, and it's like for that. it's and for then, the things then, that we spend then, money then, on. But I think weekly. I think it's I think it's always important to set a, um, and you could do this loosely. Some can, some people do this, you know, like a hard line thing. Some have you know more. But like, if you're gonna go out to eat that week, or if you're not gonna go out to eat that week, or if you're gonna you know, an entertainment budget, I think, is a is a yeah. is a huge thing because um, sometimes you could go to maybe one to two to three movies in a week or a weekend or something. And that's like that. a lot of money. And that's a lot of money. <laughs> and so, so you want to kind of plan those things out, or just like you mentioned, like a concert's going up and you know whatever and stuff like that. You know, uh, that's probably my thing. I will I will probably see a concert go up and go. Oh, we have to buy tickets, <laughs> and I buy tickets and I go. Oh, by the way, we're going to right, this. You yes. know, but I do like go. Hey, all right. I do spread them out. We're not going to go usually to three in a row or. Well, and you're not or, buying thousand dollar seats. No, exactly. To, but, you, it, know. And, you know, yeah, exactly. But I think, I think that is a, that's one thing I learned a long time ago in that, in that, in that, in that class I took is, is the entertainment budget and where, where people would actually, when you learned how to do it, you actually put the, you know, the, the things in the envelope, you put, you know, yeah. a certain, uh, and certain a, actually a, a guy that I worked with or, you know, another per, a financial person and like you, the, him and his wife will always put their entertainment budget in, an envelope of cash and yep. go here that's what we're gonna that's what we're gonna do and you know i think and that i think like again with these days and they had kids kids and stuff like that i think that's a really important thing yeah because then it, it keeps you i mean as yeah. long as you don't go hey but we can dip in and get more you know yeah there's a there's a piece of this and that's what i try to explain on the podcast there's a piece of this that you just have to yourself or as a couple decide we want to do it the best way we can. And sometimes we're going to splurge. Sometimes we're going to go over budget. Sometimes we might make a dumb decision, right? It's no big deal. But, you know, the behavior, you have to want to change whatever situation you're in or whatever goal you're trying to, to get to. You know, you you have to be partners in this together to yeah. actually make this work well and i think too is that a, a lot of times you know we also learn behaviors from our parents or passed down from you know the people that raised us and stuff like that and sometimes that is good and sometimes it's not so good and sometimes you could be rigid about things and sometimes you could be too loose about things uh money specifically is what i'm talking about um that's a whole other that's podcast, a whole, a whole other, other podcast, podcast. Um, about being too loose and too, too rigid <laughs> and things. Anyway, but no, I'm, I'm being serious like that 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 I think you know we can learn good things from our parents or people that raise us or 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 not. And, right. And 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 as you mentioned before, some per, you know the other partner might have a stronger you know, a strength that the other one doesn't, or mm-hmm. maybe the other person does know how to budget. The other person knows how to do this or whatever. You know, so. 
I think that's when you kind of learn and go, and you, it's when you self-reflect and learn about these things and go, oh, okay, well, this is this partnership now. Right. So let's go forward with this. I learned this, or I took this, or, okay, great, that's going to work. We're going to throw that one out, um, <laughs> you know, something like that. Yeah, yeah. No, I think that's that's all great. Obviously, we could talk about this subject for a really long time. We, we, we could? <laughs> we could. Oh, I could, sorry. Um, as I said. That's oh, your job. I, that is my job. So I hope that you've enjoyed this. We just tried to talk, you know, honestly about this situation since I get asked this question over and over and over again. I think that, um, you know, uh, just to explain that I'm a financial person, we still make mistakes. Like, we're nobody's perfect. So don't hold yourself out that you have to be perfect at this as a couple, you know. And my, not everybody has to marry a financial planner. Yeah. So, but that was just my... That was just my goal. That was your goal. Yes, not everybody has to marry a financial planner. All right, as always, you can follow me on Twitter and Instagram at Shauna Game. And hey, if you like this podcast, do us a favor, share it with your friends, and head on over to the link in the show notes and leave us a review on iTunes. We've all spent more time with family lately. It can feel like old times, but your mind is on the future too and what you can do to shape it. At Sandy Spring Bank, we work with clients to help them grow and protect their money with wealth management, trust services, and insurance so they can enjoy today and ultimately pass along their wealth. We believe real banking is a conversation. Let's talk about your dreams. Visit sandyspringbank.com wealth. Wealth and insurance products are not FDIC insured, not guaranteed, and may lose value.